What is going on, everybody? I hope you're all having a great day today. This is Alex from the Fresh Fantasy Podcast, and this is the 34th episode of the season. Today, I'm here to bring you Week 9 Waiver Wire. I'm so, so, so excited to bring you guys this episode. I'm excited to get back into it. And honestly, I'm just excited to keep pushing, keep grinding until we get to the top. Um, Again, once again, your support is always appreciated. I'm so happy we're at 34 episodes. I'm so happy you guys tuned in to hear me. And listen, the only way we're going to go is up. These podcasts are going to keep getting better. The content's going to get better. The analysis is going to get better. As long as we keep doing this, um, I absolutely love doing this for you guys. And I can't wait to keep doing this and see how long we can let this go for. So with that, let's get right into it. Our top 10 names in the week nine waiver wire. Unfortunately, we did have a few injuries this week or things that happened that um, could cause could cause some trouble for for next Sunday. But again, Thursday and Sunday with the games. But again, that's what the waiver wire is for. That's why I'm here to tell you the best guys to pick up. Um, and that's that's what we're here for. So my number one week nine waiver target is actually J.K. Dobbins. Um, J.K. Dobbins had 15 carries for 113 yards against a super tough Steelers run defense. He had 7.5 yards per carry in that game. And he also leads the league in broken tackles per touch, whereas Mark Ingram is last among qualified running backs. And I think Dobbins could take over in the second half of the season. Gus Edwards also played really well and had one more carry than Dobbins and was also very effective. But again, with Mark Ingram out, these two have been absolutely awesome all year. But I think Dobbins being their second round guy they drafted last this past year, um, I think that Dobbins is definitely the guy to own. He's looked absolutely awesome on tape. If you look up his highlights from this season, he looks awesome. And you do not see nearly as many Mark Ingram heights highlights. So I would be all in on trying to get J.K. Dobbins if you can. Speaking of that, let's go to another player that I am very excited about. And that is honestly flying so under the radar, it is not even funny. That is the Titans' Corey Davis. You might be saying, why Corey Davis? Like, Corey Davis hasn't done that much. Well, not only did he have a big game this week, he caught eight passes on 10 targets for 128 yards and a touchdown against the Bengals. Corey Davis has been the number 12 fantasy football wide receiver in fantasy points in the five games he's been active. So he's been active for five games so far this year in eight weeks, including a bye week. And in those five weeks that he has been active, he has been the number 12 receiver in fantasy. That doesn't happen by act, by just by accident. And two of those five games was A.J. Brown was out. And in those two games, he actually played really well in both of those games. So I would absolutely be investing in Corey Davis if you guys have them out there. Um, Going back to running backs, another guy that I definitely want to be investing in is Damian Harris. Um, I'm sad I actually dropped him in a couple weeks before this week, so I was starting to lose a little confidence. But he came right back and showed a lot, especially with that Patriots offensive line playing so well against the Bills this week. Damian Harris rushed 16 times for 102 yards and a touchdown. Now he has two 100-yard rushing games on the season, and is averaging over five yards per carry on the season. And it's not like he just accidentally had a couple like 70-yard runs and he's averaging over f- five yards per carry. He's he, The longest run he had is, isn't even over 40 yards, and he's averaging over five yards per carry, which is awesome. Something I definitely want to stay with, even if their receivers aren't the greatest, but I hope they'll lean on Damian Harris. And the other thing, especially with the Patriots' backfield, that you always want to look out for is how the carries are split. And Damian Harris had 16 out of 24 carries this week, which is definitely big for me. Um, They're playing the Jets next week, who have a very soft run defense, and they just gave up their best 
run-stopping linebacker in Avery Williamson. Um, I expect Damian Harris to have a good game next week and potentially more going forward. Uh, my number four player of the week is actually Mike Williams. Mr. Inconsistency, but could be Mr. Beast if he keep going. Shout out to the people on YouTube that watch Mr. Beast. So, Mike Williams yesterday, or uh, yeah, on Sunday, had five catches for 99 yards and a touchdown. He has eight-plus targets in two out of the last three games he's played in, and he has over 99 yards and a touchdown in two out of the last three games. Um, if that isn't someone that you want to invest in, I don't know what is. Anytime that you're getting a guy that's like that's had 100 yards or more, basically, in two out of the last three games, that's someone you always want to invest in. And that is why I definitely want to be investing in Mike Williams, especially with how well Justin Herbert's playing. I feel like Justin Herbert, every time I watch him, he's just getting better and better and better every week. Um, Keenan Allen is obviously the target hog in that offense, but Mike Williams is a guy that's going to get the longer catches downfield, and he's still getting a solid amount of targets. As Like I said, he's had eight-plus targets in two out of the last three games, which is huge for someone that isn't like a slot receiver. He's not just a guy that runs five-yard routes. I mean, this guy's running... 10 to 20 yard routes every time so eight plus targets for a guy like that is awesome especially with someone that's been really good throwing the ball to him my number five pickup of the week is actually dallas goddard um dallas goddard just came off ir but he didn't really do that much which is okay but in the past as you guys know in the last few years especially in the zach Ertz era and last year especially tight ends have been a huge part of the eagles offense and zach Ertz has been really bad this year for one and he's on ir and he could be out anywhere from the next two to three weeks, potentially. They're on the bye this week, but Goddard is a weekly 10 to 12 option with or without Zach Ertz, especially with how bad the tight end position has been this year. Um, Goddard is definitely someone you could pick up and slot in as a top 10 to 12 option almost every single week going forward with or without Zach Ertz. Um, my number six pickup of the week is Jamichael Hasty. Um, Jamichael Hasty is the running back for the San Francisco 49ers. For those of you who don't know, undrafted guy this year. Um, people were worried that last week that Tevin Coleman would come back and take over, but Tevin Coleman got hurt in his first game back and is not going to play next week. And Hasty actually outtouched Jarek McKinnon 13 to 7. And I think he really should lead that backfield, who is playing the Green Bay Packers on Thursday, who just gave up about 200 total yards to Dalvin Cook this past Sunday. I'm not saying that either Hasty or McKinnon um, is Dalvin Cook, but Green Bay is leading the league in points given up to running backs, period, not just this week, even if Dalvin Cook helped that. They've already been a bottom five run defense this whole entire year. So anytime you have a starting running back going against that defense, you absolutely want to get them. And you never know, maybe if Hasty keeps playing well, he could go on a Raheem Mostert-like run and take over the backfield in the future. Um, he looked good last week. Um, and I think that if he plays really well this Thursday, they might give him some more run going forward, and we can see what happens. Uh, my number seven pickup of the week is actually Matt Breda. So this is other injury news, as Miles Gaskin is out for three games with an MCL sprain. I say Breda because Breda actually took over after Gaskin fumbled last week. Jordan Howard's still there, and I think that Jordan Howard maybe get the, the touchdown or busto, as someone said on Twitter, um, role. But I think the in between the 20s or so, um, or yeah, in between the 20s and maybe even closer to the end zone, I think Matt Breda is going to be the guy. Um, another thing to note, though, is the Dolphins actually traded for DeAndre Washington from the Chiefs, um, who played well in a lead role for one or two games last year with Josh Jacobs out 
for the last few games of the season. So I think if they're trading for DeAndre Washington, they probably plan to use him, or it could just be for running back depth. But for this week, I think Matt Breda is absolutely the right pickup to make, so I would definitely try to grab Matt Breda if you can. My number eight pickup of the week is Jordan Reed. So George Kittle is actually out eight weeks with a broken bone in his foot. And then on top of that, Jimmy Garoppolo is expected to miss four to six weeks after a re-aggravation of his ankle. Yeah, not looking good for the 49ers, especially after they also traded Quan Alexander, who is one of the best linebackers in the entire NFL, I, I believe, top 10 um, to the Saints this past week. And with Kittle out, Garoppolo out, um, my expectations for this 49ers team are definitely going down. Um, I think that Jordan Reed is a very solid pickup because, again, he's always been hurt in his career. And where is he now? He's hurt. But he actually limited practice today off of IR. So it seems like he has a shot to suit up Thursday. And I think Reed will probably be a very good replacement for Kittle. Obviously, no one is George Kittle. Um, but again, I think Reed could be a solid replacement as he had, he played two games without Kittle. One of them, he had two touchdowns in the first game that Kittle was out that he played in. And the second game, he had six targets before he got hurt. Um, and it's looking like the volume is going to be there for Jordan Reed. And especially in this offense that may not be so great without Jimmy Garoppolo, I would say, look for the, um, look for the quarterbacks to really lean on the tight ends. And especially with Garoppolo out when you have guys that are not so great quarterbacks, I would not be surprised if they lean on the tight end just a little bit more for now. So I would absolutely look into picking up Jordan Reed. Uh, my number nine pickup of the week is actually two players, but they're both in the same backfield. That's Tyler Irvin and Dexter Williams. Um, I think they may be Thursday's starting running backs for the Packers. Um, there's pessimism that Aaron Jones will play. And then Jamal Williams um, is out with COVID for now. Um, they said that he's at least on the COVID list for now, so he get off it in a few days, but that will not be before Thursday. So if Aaron Jones doesn't play because of his calf, because they're trying to be careful with it, um, I think Tyler Irvin and Dexter Williams may be the starting running backs for this week. And even though they're playing a tough matchup against the 49ers, anytime you can get a starting waiver, starting running back in the waiver wire, um, you always want to do that. I'd probably lean towards getting Tyler Irvin as that seems to be the player that people are picking up more. But um, Dexter Williams is also worth a pickup too. So that is where I stand there. And finally, my last pickup of the week is Sterling Shepard. Um, Sterling Shepard is owned in just under 50% of Yahoo leagues. Um, over the last two games after coming off of IR, he's had 18 targets for 14 catches, 133 yards and a touchdown over the last two games. That is per game averages of about five, sorry, seven catches, 60 yards and half a touchdown over the last two games. Um, and those are in two fairly tough matchups that are both in the red. I think he's the wide receiver one for the Giants. He seems to be a favorite target of Daniel Jones. And I think that Shepard is going to continue to do that. Um, I don't think he's ever going to be a wide receiver two, but as a wide receiver three flex play um, on almost any given week, especially when he's done so in tough matchups, I definitely would look for that to continue. So those are my 10 pickups of the week. Um, I really hope you guys enjoyed. I'll be back next Monday or Tuesday for another episode of Waivers. And later this week on Thursday or Friday, I'll be coming out with my fresh or rotten plays of the week. And I hope you guys enjoyed. Please leave a review. You already know what to do. And I hope you all have a great rest of your day.